not like Val. Val and her husband did everything they were supposed to, followed the doctor's instructions to the letter. But could she get pregnant? No. Geddes was like a bloody rabbit, and Val couldn't even have one. She sat in the uncomfortable visitor's chair and watched the cot while Geddes ate crisps and stared at the television. Rolf. That was what she'd called her little baby boy. Rolf Ainsley Schofield Geddes. She shouldn't be allowed to have children, torturing the poor kid like that. It was obvious to anyone with half a brain that he wasn't a Rolf. He was a Brian, or a Donald. Yes, definitely a Donald. He yawned, showing off a little pink mouth and tiny pink tongue. Donald McIntyre. It had a lovely ring to it. Donald Philip McIntyre. Philip, after her father, who went to his grave without ever having a grandchild. Geddes stuffed in another handful of crisps, chewing with her mouth open. It just wasn't fair. A nurse came round with the tea trolley at 10pm, wearing brown felt antlers and novelty snowman earrings that flashed on and off. Geddes curled her top lip. Bloody tea tastes like warm pish. And how come you can't get any decent sodden biscuits on the NHS? The nurse ignored her, gave Val a cup of coffee and a long-suffering sigh, then disappeared off to spread cheer among the other mothers. Now they were all alone. Geddes, Val and little Donald. Right. Val put her empty cup down on the bedside cabinet. Are you sure you're feeling up to this? Bloody right I am, Cathy levered herself out of bed, driving me mad sitting here all day. What about the stitches? Bugger the stitches. She peeled off her hospital issue nighty and stood there in a baggy bra and grey pants, stomach swollen and saggy at the same time. You going to help or not? Val nodded, took a deep breath and helped Cathy into a brand new set of clothes, then stood back as she stared at herself in the mirror. Isn't that better? Jesus! Geddes pulled at the top Norman had picked up from the big Marks and Spencer on Dundas Road. Is your bloody husband blind? What the hell is this supposed to be? You look fine. I look like a bloody frump. Val stripped down to her underwear and then clambered into a pair of tan chinos and a pink sweatshirt and pulled a baby sling over the top. It still had the price tag from John Lewis dangling from one of the straps. She stuffed their discarded clothes and a few supplies into a large grey holdall. Nappies, cotton buds, surgical gloves, baby wipes, that kind of thing. She handed Geddes a green Old Castle Tigers baseball cap. Are you ready? You'll have to carry the little bastard. My ass has given me chip. Geddes peered out through the blinds at the corridor. You sure we'll no be seen? Come on, darling. Come to your auntie Val. She lifted him out of his cot, wrapped him up in a snuggly new blanket, then slipped him into the baby sling. Warmth spread through her like sunshine as she looked down at Donald's little pink face. He was perfect. Utterly. Utterly perfect. You finished sodding about, cos I'd like to get the hell out of here. 
Val pulled on a long overcoat, fastening it over Donald in his sling, hiding him from sight. Another baseball cap topped off her disguise. Not even her own mother would recognise her. There was no one in the corridor, just the low gurgle and hum of the hospital's heating system to keep them company as they walked past the antenatal rooms, examination suite and birthing pool. The nurse's station was empty. Ten past ten, right on schedule. The duty nurse would be away getting things organised for tomorrow's rounds. No witnesses. They pushed out through the ward's outer doors, keeping their heads down to avoid the cameras. Five minutes later, they were outside in the crisp December air. Sunday night, one week before Christmas, and everything was going perfectly. Val stared out at the car park, then the road beyond the iron railings. The whole place was deserted. No sign of Norman or the car. Val checked her watch. 10.21.